What is the gospel? We ask the question because there's an incredible amount of confusion these days, even among some people who call themselves Christians. Greg Gilbert, who wrote a book called What is the Gospel, says that from his research, if you were to ask 100 Christians to explain the gospel, you're going to get between 60 to 70 different answers. We live in a postmodern world. She might be listening to this thinking, well, that's okay. The gospel can mean whatever you want it to mean, buddy. Good for you. Well, that's completely wrong and so dangerous. The Christian gospel message has eternal consequences and is the only thing that will affect the outcome of where you spend eternity. So with that in mind, there really isn't any question that we would want to be more clear about. The world is full of other false religions that operate on a works-based salvation. This means that it is possible to somehow earn your way into heaven by being a good person, or at the very least, have more good deeds than bad deeds, and at the end of one's life, have these measured out on some sort of scales and hope that one's good deeds outweigh the bad. This isn't biblical, and it's just an outright lie. And let's be honest, when you think about it, it doesn't even make any sense. If you was in court being charged for murder, your defence lawyer wouldn't stand up there and try and defend you by saying, well, he has a direct debit set up for the Cats Protection League judge, and he also puts in a tin of baked beans in the food bank at Sainsbury's when he does his weekly shop. It's ludicrous. Your good deeds count for nothing. The Bible is clear. There is only one way to be saved, and it is through having exclusive faith in Jesus Christ. Not by adding Jesus to your life amongst an array of other gods or idols, but Jesus Christ, full stop. Even in some Christian denominations and churches, it has become faith plus something else. First, you put your faith in Jesus, and then you have to do these religious things to keep in God's good books. This is called legalism, and it is not the gospel. You have antinomianism, which basically is a belief that Jesus died so that you can live a, a life full of sin and happiness with no repentance. There's the prosperity gospel, that's an understanding that Jesus came and died so that you can be healthy, wealthy, and live your best life now. These are just distortions, which if you were to take a read through Galatians, is nothing new. You may remember the scene. Paul writes a letter to a group of churches in Turkey nearly 2,000 years ago, and he was absolutely astonished how quickly they departed from a correct understanding of the gospel message. As Christians, we love Jesus, and we want his message to be clear and accurate. And the only way for us to know this is to seek what God tells us about his own gospel message through his word, the Bible. The gospel literally means good news. So before the good news, you better know the bad news. We are wretched sinners. Sin simply means wide of the mark. So this means that we have fallen short of the standard that a holy, righteous, perfect God demands. We have all lied. We've all stolen something. We have blasphemed his holy name. We are adulterers and murderers at heart. We have all broken his laws. Jesus teaches us about this in the Sermon on the Mount, which you can read in Matthew 5. The wages of this sin is death, and the Bible talks about this place as an eternal hell. Some people may be offended at this and say, how dare you? You don't know my life. Because in today's age, we can easily look past our own falling short and think of people like Adolf Hitler as sinners. But the Bible clearly teaches us two key things in relation to this. God, the creator of the universe, is holy, beyond comprehension. And when we sin, we are sinning against him. Think about it this way. If you were to track me down here in the UK and come and hit me, what would the consequence be? Very little. The police, if they even come out to investigate, would not press charges because in all honesty, they are too busy. If you were to take things up to the next level and you were to hit a police officer, what would happen? Now you would be in trouble. 
the police definitely would investigate and you'll most likely be arrested. Now let's take things to the extreme. Let's say that you came to England and you was to strike the Queen. What would happen? For starters, you would probably get shot. But even if you wasn't, the punishment would be huge. Can you see, even with this silly illustration, the action was the same, but the person as to whom it was against makes a huge difference. Well, when we sin, we are sinning against a holy God, whom is infinitely more important than the Queen. He created the Queen. He created you and me, and his intention was for us to live perfect lives in the perfect creation, glorifying him with all of our days. Now the good news. God loves you, and he has made a way for you to escape his wrath. So through his amazing grace, he has sent his son, Jesus Christ, fully God and fully human, to come and live a life here on earth that we couldn't live. A perfect life without sin. He is the lamb without blemish. This is God's redemptive plan in the Bible. By doing this, Jesus then willingly paid the price for us as he substituted for sin in our life for his sinless life. And instead, he took the penalty of that sin which would have otherwise been due to us. Jesus was crucified on a cross and tortured for sins he did not commit. He died and then rose again from the dead three days later all of which was written about in the Old Testament hundreds of years beforehand with amazing clarity. The Bible teaches us that we will all be judged by our holy God, but that we can repent of our sins. Repent just means to turn away from and instead be saved of God's wrath by following Jesus through faith. Faith means that we are going to trust in him, rely fully on his finished atoning work of Christ on the cross and not on ourselves. How this is applied is through God's grace and the power of the Holy Spirit. Faith in Jesus that he paid the price of our sins and that we no longer want to live a life full of sin and instead follow Jesus as our Lord and Saviour. By doing this we are forgiven of our sins. They are no longer charges against us and he counts us as righteous. We are no longer condemned for there is no condemnation for those that are in Christ and when we do this we get to live the rest of our lives here on earth filled with God's Holy Spirit with a new heart and new desires and to live a life as a Christian following Jesus to the glory of our Saviour. There is an entire world that doesn't know Jesus and the Gospel is our message and although we are great sinners, he is an even greater Saviour and it does not matter how bad we have been in the past or whatever other religions you may have belonged to, this is good news for you by confessing with our lips and believing in our hearts that Jesus Christ is our Saviour. By us being confident and able to articulate this message means that we can go and tell our loved ones, our friends, our colleagues, our school friends, this amazing good news. In fact, there's no better news.